0: It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. We won't get all the details until Tuesday, but I think this story is groundbreaking enough to lead off the week with it. The Financial Times and Washington Post are reporting that scientists have been able to, for the first time, produce a fusion reaction that creates a net energy gain about 120% of the energy it consumed, which is a big deal. They say it's still at least a decade, maybe decades away from commercial use. But this development will likely be touted by the Biden administration as an affirmation of a massive investment by the government. This is going to be big. Details Tuesday. Brittany Griner is back on American soil after a 10-month-long nightmare that found her in a Russian penal colony. Her freedom was granted Friday after the Biden administration negotiated a prisoner swap for the notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. Of course, the twice-impeached failed fraud of a former president blasted the deal shortly after it was announced, denouncing President Biden for negotiating Greiner's release. He said she, quote, hates our country. And he proclaimed that he should have gotten former Marine Paul Whelan out instead and claimed that he would have. And then he said that he actually turned down a prisoner swap deal with Russia that would have traded boot for Whelan. Well, Paul Whelan's brother David took issue, and he tweeted out Friday, quote, Former President Trump appears to have mentioned my brother Paul Whelan's wrongful detention more in the last 24 hours than he did in the two years of his presidency, in which Paul was held hostage by Russia, and then in parentheses, zero. He finished, I don't suggest he cares now any more than he did then, and again in parentheses, zero zero. Fiona Hill, a former National Security Council Russia specialist, revealed that the former guy, quote, wasn't particularly interested in securing Paul Whelan's release. He's been a prisoner of Russia since 2018. Hill said a prisoner swap was raised several times by Russian officials who, quote, had every intent on trading imprisoned Americans for individuals in U.S. custody. Again, Fiona Hill said Trump wasn't particularly interested. Well, congressional leaders returned to Capitol Hill to start the new week with a deadline of Friday to reach a deal to keep federal agencies funded and avoid another government shutdown. Both sides have agreed to $858 billion in defense spending, but a deadlock remains over $26 billion in non-defense spending increases wanted by the Democrats. Now, the Democrats can pass the bill in the House with a simple majority, but they still need 10 Republicans in the Senate to get past a filibuster and advance the legislation. So here we go. Some Republicans are calling for a short-term fix and then a long-term bill once Republicans take control of the House in January. But the Dems have one fewer vote in the House caucus today as Karen Bass officially resigned from Congress to be sworn in as the first woman to serve as mayor of Los Angeles. The 69-year-old, now former member of Congress, Karen Bass, took the oath of office as Los Angeles's 43rd mayor on Sunday, the first woman and second black person to hold the office. She was sworn in by Vice President Kamala Harris, and Bass said that Los Angeles is at an inflection point. As the city deals with a homelessness crisis, climate change, an affordable housing shortage, and the coronavirus pandemic, she said she would declare a state emergency on homelessness on Monday, her first full day in office, adding, quote, I call on our city to not just dream of the L.A. we want, but to participate in making the dream come true. With Bass's resignation from the House, there are now 218 Democrats to 213 Republicans with four vacancies. That means Democrats can only lose two votes on any bill. And by the way, there hasn't been a 218-seat House majority with 435 members in 90 years. Just saying. Now, of course, this all comes at a time of record political polarization. In New York City on Saturday night, a collection of radical right wing figures, including white nationalists and ultra nationalist European leaders gathered for the New York Young Republicans Club annual gala, where that group's president declared, quote, total war on perceived enemies. I think that would include you and me. One of the featured speakers, if you can call her that, was Marjorie Taylor Greene, who said that she would have done a better job leading the January 6th insurrection. Then January 6th happens, and so next thing you know, I organized the whole thing along with Steve Bannon here. And I got to tell you something, if Steve Bannon and I had organized that, we would have won. <laughs> Not to mention, it And I'm like, are you kidding me? A bunch of conservative Second Amendment supporters went in the Capitol without guns and they think that we organized that? I don't think so. That's the party that'll be in charge of the House of Representatives when the 218th Congress convenes starting January 3rd, 2023. Good luck to us all. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.